0: Welcome to Chronic Combat Conversations, a live look at our best bets, picks, and predictions for every UFC event. With your host, TB Scouting MMA, and
1: the Guru, back again for UFC 277, Juliana Pena defending her bantamweight title versus the Lioness Amanda Nunes, widely considered the quote very, very tough interesting matchup not to mention we have the interim flyweight title up for grabs between brandon the baby assassin moreno and kai car france sure a rematch nonetheless sure to be an interesting one i think it's going to be a barn burner but before we can get into that we've got somebody very special in the building he is a contributor for pub sports radio he is the co-owner of the MMA Engine, if you're not already following, at MMA underscore engine, do that right now. We have DFS by the numbers Brady in the building. Big bad Brady, what is going on, my buddy? How are it's you?
2: it's tough guys. It's, uh, it's been a while, but yeah, looking forward to come back here. 277. Should be a good card. The prelims, a little bit iffy, but uh, this main card is pretty fire. So looking forward to it. Looking forward to, to chopping up with you guys and see if we can find some spots here.
1: Absolutely man it's been way too long since we've had you but you know you're always an honored guest whenever you come in so when you do come you know we we save the big cards so uh, you know this this one is like not only big but like I was saying before kind of like kind of tough not like sometimes it, like you know when you have an Israel Adesanya pay-per-view it's like okay you, you kind of know where you're gonna get on Izzy and then it's figuring out where you lay in the prop standpoint but in a fight like this man this is so tough. Because Amanda Nunes was the minus 1000 favorite last time, the, the shoe in the, the, the one to, to make sure she, she was going to walk it in. It was a dunk. And and Juliana dragged her into the deep waters and just uh, took it to a brawl. And and I mean, my God, shocked the world. So can she do it again? That's the real question.
0: That is the real question. So I mean, without further ado, we're, we're going to get right down into it. We got our, our main event of the evening, a rematch. Uh, Amanda Nunez looking to get back that that second strap, that 135 belt. What's going on, Daz? What's going on, Prince? Shout out to you guys always here in the chat. We appreciate you all. Make sure you send us your best bets. Daz, I starred your stuff. We'll bring it up as we get in later. And uh, oh, man, here we go. So Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunez, too. Uh Pena, yeah, I mean, she is giving up the size here, but we saw she's not giving up anything in toughness. I mean, she's willing to walk straight forward into the fray. Um, just was that a play impossible. on words
1: on into the toughness because they were on tough? Was that a play on words? Is that was, were you being um, slick?
0: honestly not were you at being all? Slick? Not yeah. at all, honestly. That's just my dumb brain doing. No, things. I know you're not that slick. I just want to you <laughs> out, <that. laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I don't blame you because, yeah, there's no way I would have put that together myself. Um, no, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so yeah i mean we, we look back to their original fight and then where we're at now um i can't help but notice that nunez looks like she's in pretty great shape coming into this one not that she isn't always in like good shape but i think compared to last time especially you're seeing a little bit more focus uh showing up you know in the frame uh what we've seen at least on instagram so that's you know you can get some of that capping out of the way but when you go down to how the fight played out the first time I mean, Nunez was landing the big strikes early. I mean, Juliana Pena has a big wealth under one of her eyes. What's up, Dr. Phil? Waving the tail in Guterres' face. Uh, <laughs> you got to love him making the guest appearances. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, listen, you know, Pena takes a beating, but, you know, she also weathers the storm. So even though she ends up in these grappling positions, you know, I mean, Nunez, you know, she's smiling. She thinks, you know, okay, yeah, this is going to ride out nice and easy. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's the jab, the jab, the one, two. And I mean, it's ugly. It's not like, you know, the slickest striking you've ever seen. But, um, yeah, I mean, Pena, Pena ends up putting it on her. And Nunez just looked like she didn't have more than I'm going to knock her out early, um, like, type of cardio that day. So I'm just curious to see, like, are we going to see, you know, the Nunez that went five rounds with GDR, had to grapple for extended periods, was put in some bad positions on the feet, and forced to like you know wrestle like we've seen her do that before. And while you know she's kind of been taking a step down, taking maybe she needed this loss to to get a little bit motivated again. So you see the line you're coming back, and you know whereas Nunez last time, well, I mean we saw like what like minus a thousand stuff like that. It's now minus two seventy five Nunez, plus two thirty Pena seeing Nunez get those grappling positions early and kind of like the front choke positions. I had the same bet that I'm going to put down this time. I had the same thing last time, but Nunez <laughs> by submission plus four fifty. Um That that'll be where I'm laying on this fight.
1: Wow. Yeah. This fight is, I, I shit, I need a drink. This fight, man, this fight makes me want to drink. Uh, good. Oh extra bearing with me with him this fight is freaking it's it's gonna be epic right because part of you thinks that like okay they're gonna go at each other and then the other part of me thinks that like maybe they'll be like a little bit more um what's the word i'm looking for just like cautious or strategic in terms of not wanting to get into that kind of firefight i'm not sure either one of them wants to take that kind of damage um generally when you see these kind of rematches right like they have a little bit more respect for each other um so i kind of you know i kind of like the overs in this fight I think I think we do get to championship rounds, right? I guess that over two and a half at plus 100 is or plus 102 is uh, kind of the my my coward's way out of like not being able to necessarily pick a side. Um, I enjoyed this season of tough. I mean, as much as anybody could, the fights were horrible, but you know just the the backgrounds and and whatever the buildups, it's fine. I, I, I always enjoy some fights, but from what I was watching, um, at least what I took away. Uh, Juliana Pena is like, other than the the one fight with the girls where she's like, oh, you definitely won. And, you know, she clearly didn't. Juliana Pena seemed to show me that like she has like a, a higher like gym IQ, like a higher fight IQ. Some of the things that uh, Nunez was like preaching and saying and like, I don't know, it didn't it didn't translate. And her fighters didn't necessarily do that well. So um, all those things are kind of more narrative based. Um, but like I said, I, I I lean the over two and a half and gun uh, to my head at this moment. If you're making me take a uh, uh, a person, uh, I'm going to go with Juliana re- to retain uh, because I don't want to be holding a minus 300 ticket like this chalky favorite at the end of the day. Right. These main events have been chalky favorites at these minus 200s, uh, minus 300s. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm going to lean Juliana and uh, I like the over two and a half. Brady, it's been too long, buddy. I I, I need to hear this, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, man. I'm
2: gonna... Um, yeah, this is a tough fight to call. Um, you know, <laughs> I went and watch the tape and looked through all the numbers and everything does point towards Amanda Nunez, and it's it's kind of narrative based, right? Like if if we get the best version of Amanda Nunez, she shows up, she's motivated, she's ready to go, she's in shape. I think she styles on Juliana Pena, but you know, seeing her get into that second round, just having nothing left mid second, um, not the best look in the world. And I know it sucks. I'm I'm probably not going to have a a bet on this main event because I do lean towards Nunez showing up more motivated. And of course, she did have excuses with she she came in there with injuries and stuff and she had the COVID. But, um, you know, I think she should win this fight. But like you said, do you you want to lay minus 270 on a fight like this? Not really. Um, And even like no props really stick out to me. I think if anything, I would take a look at the fight. Doesn't get the decision. It looks like a lot of money is coming in on the fight goes. I see the minus 230 there. Uh, mm-hmm. both fighters really good finishers. Manda Nunez eighty one percent finish rate, Pena seventy three, and then they've been finished in a combined was that four seven seven of nine losses. So I do see this finishing at some point. I don't know whether whether it's early or late. If it's early, it's probably Nunez. If it is late, it's probably Pena. Um, but as of now, where the lines currently sit, uh, not gonna have a bet on the main event unless I can get like the fight mm-hmm. doesn't go at like minus two hundred. So I know it sucks not betting on the main event, but this is a fight where. I think Nunez should come in here and win, but I just still have some question marks in the back of my head.
1: You know, Brady, what I appreciate so much about that breakdown, other than its accuracy, its eloquency, it's it's the your 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 willingness to admit that, like, you know what? I, it's the the main event. It's a pay per view. It's a title fight. Everybody's excited for it, and you know, I don't have a strong bet, and it's it's mm. something that TB and I said right before we went on live. I'm like, bro. Do we not have a bet for the, the main event? Like, is, is that is that cool? Like, are we sure? He's like, dude, like, I don't, I'm not sure anybody does. Like, what can we do? And you yeah. know, to hear you say that, it's like, you know, that that it makes me feel good, bro. So yeah, I I completely. <laughs> so, pop and popcorn. Shout out to Clint. So we'll be watching though. That's it's damn fire. Show. It's You're if like...
0: it's Clint, it's fireball. If it's no, pop, it's, it's fight night picks, bro.
1: Oh fuck me. Yeah, such I know. An asshole. Yeah, it's okay.
0: You're doing your best. I'll probably I'll find anyway. something to fuck up as the show goes on. Don't worry, I always it's it's more than like likely. Um, so, in fact, I probably already did. So anyway, so I, yeah, ultimately that's why I come away saying like, listen, you know, the sub prop for um, Amanda Nunez at plus four fifty. That's the only thing I'm willing to put. Like, hey, the fight's about to start. I'm gonna throw a couple bucks on it before I watch it. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not willing that. I'm not telling you guys that you should follow me off a cliff. So without further ado. I think we should get going on to our next fight here because this one, I mean, we got another rematch, and this one should be a banger once again. You got Brandon Moreno versus Kai Car France, and oh man, I'm I'm just so excited to see. You know, I think France is uh, Car France has made a lot of improvements, and seeing him at a plus 180 here, I think that's rooted in a lot of stuff that happened back in 2019. And we're three years down the line. I think the takedown defense and just overall game has improved a lot. And Brandon Moreno at minus 210. Um, I, I do think I lean towards him as the winner the majority of the time here. I'm just not rushing uh to throw him in a parlay or make him like my bet of the day here. But guru, are you willing to like try to talk me off of that type of thinking? What do you what do you got here?
1: Um, I think we've got another interesting fight where these guys fought. I mean, how many years ago was that? It was already a couple, right? Not yeah. actually really not too many, only that, you know, that's the thing. It's only about two and a half years ago, right? But the way that these guys have gotten so much better um, is truly um, w- one of the more remarkable things. And one of the things that I've maybe enjoyed most about um, beca- being a long-term UFC fan is is getting to watch these guys progress over the course of their careers. And um, we what we've seen with Brandon Moreno, which to me I think – is truly the deciding factor of this fight is that he's never been finished as a pro. So I truly feel if that stays intact come, come Sunday morning, Hmm. that he's going to be the interim champion. Um, With that being said, I I still, I kind of defer back to that same thing I said with the main event. And it's like, do you want to be holding that minus 200 ticket? In a fight that I think, if it goes decision, it's way closer than your minus two hundred, your minus two forty is going to look. And and continually, I've seen tons of money come in on right. All the people are on Brandon, yet that line is not one of those minus three hundred, minus four hundred lines that you no. kind of expect, especially on a pay per view week where baseball is sluggish. Like there's nothing else to bet on, so you're going to get a ton of extra casual action these lines get extra inflated when there's not other things to bet on you'll see when football comes back that these these lines will be a little bit less inflated um i, I just feel like right people are kind of discrediting that askar askarov win um just because maybe askar hadn't fought in a while but dude like that was one of the most impressive performances like i just was i was blown away he styled on him so Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, I talk circles around it, right? I, I, I lean Brandon Moreno. But similarly, like, I'm not sure I have a play. The over four and a half just seems fucking, that seems whack. Like, how it's minus 175. Fight to go the distance is, like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Minus, minus 150 or minus 160? Minus 150. Minus yeah. 146. So, like, it just seems super... That's not a square. It seems that's, that's is that a, is, are
0: all rectangles a square or are all squares of rectangle. All what's squ- the rule? All
1: rectangles are squares. Not all squares are rectangles. Like, all right. uh, well, does Moreno bring like the belt all, back to Lego? Like Land, all bourbon are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbon. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got you. <laughs> but all right. All right. We, we, we digress too much. We, maybe Brady can help me figure out what the fuck I'm saying here. Brady, what do you, what do you got for these fine people?
2: Man, no, no, I can't. I, it's it's weird. Not, probably, I'm probably not going to have a bet on the main event. I'm probably not going to have a bet on the co-main event, but you know, I do have um going to have bets on the next three fights. So, I mean, this All is right, one – Fair enough. I think you, you, you have to favor Brandon Moreno here. I just really struggle to see him paying off this minus 210 price tag. Like, in the first fight, he didn't even try to attempt a takedown, and if he does here, Kaikar France has elite takedown defense. So, I do see this playing out on the feet – Both guys are very good strikers. I do think it'll be very competitive early on. I guess you can favor Moreno the longer the fight goes. And that's why I do think he should be favored. But uh, yeah, I think this fight does go Mm. to decision. I do think it's competitive. Um, I think Moreno very well could win, but he's going to look minus 210? I just don't think so. So it's dog or pass, if anything. um, But probably not going to pull the trigger on Kaikar France. And yeah, I think the fight goes to decision. Is interesting, but minus 150, you're going to be sweating. These guys are going to throw it down for 25 minutes. Uh, just nothing really sticking out. I'm, I'm definitely not laying minus 210, minus 235 on Brandon Marino, though.
0: Yeah, see, interestingly enough, I, I feel like my play ends up being that, you know, I, this fight doesn't go the distance of plus 110. It's a five-rounder this time. I think a lot of people rooted that, oh, this the last fight played out one way, so it's got to go the same way this time. And, you know, to make another good point, all squares are Legos. That is also a fantastic point. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you, PC. We appreciate you, man. Um, but yeah, so uh, ultimately, I-, I just think that um, both guys have improved their finishing potential and ability. We saw Moreno finish the champion, Figueroa. We saw Kaikar France get finishes in his last few fights and then survive the onslaught of um, Askar Askarov. So Ultimately, uh, I'm not too confident picking a side. I think the line's too wide. I lean Moreno. But, yeah, I think one of these guys is going to find a finish. Both of them got hurt by Brandon Royval, mind you. Um, you know, Moreno shot a takedown after he got clipped. And Kaikara France. Yeah. You know, I mean, we saw we saw what happened when they fought as well. So, yeah, ultimately, that'll, that'll be my play on that fight as we come full circle. Come so,
1: full circle. That brings um, us. The, how about the fight to just be like a split decision plus five hundred,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like That's just a, a sprinkle, little, like a, even, even even like a yam bag play. Shout out Lou. Like I mean, because we've seen Brandon Moreno do that kind of shit. I think we've even. Well, seen- I mean, he process. got
0: kicked in the nuts against Figueroa. What do you there mean? You mean we've seen him do that kind <laughs> of. shit? Well, we've seen it happen. He's, <laughs> we've seen him get kicked in the nuts. nuts. He, he gets Dude, his, kicked his, in his the nuts were in the, the
1: way game. of a perfectly good kick. That's clearly his
0: fault. Right, over well, your nuts,
1: bro. Come
0: on. Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, on to our next fight here. Talking about nuts. Uh, the balls are hot. We got Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, versus uh, Sergey Pavlovich. Um, this one, now we're starting to get into to some bet territory over here. Um, Pavlovich is going to be seven years younger. He has a five inch reach advantage. We go down, we take a look at the volume stats. Yeah, I mean, he's just about doubling up Derek Lewis as far as that goes. And um, yeah, I know it's a, in a little bit of a smaller sample size, but at the same time, I mean, we've seen Derek Lewis at a very a little large bit? sample size, a so, little bit
1: smaller. It's 20 fights, 20 UFC fights.
0: No, no. I'm talking about Sergey. What do you mean? S- Sergey is a little bit of a small sample size. He's only got four UFC fights right? and they're all like kind of shorter. Right. So I was saying oh. like, oh, but, but his wow. volume, okay. I still in trust general. that. His, yeah. I trust that his pace is still going to be gotcha. better than Derek Lewis's. Now, interestingly enough, I'm going to go ahead and shout out Daz here because he's kind of got the same idea that I was thinking about here. Um, (laughs) The goes the distance plus 400 and then the over one and a half. I feel like every time we've seen a fight that's like minus 600 goes the distance, we've seen some sketchy, sketchy fights goes the distance. Right. Um, So that's worth like, maybe a little sprinkle, but um, Chronic Combat's coming together on on an official play here. Um, together. So, by Guru, the, take us away here, dude. By There's the way, the Daz, it's pl- it's
1: that fight to go the distance is plus four eighty on FanDuel. So you get an extra eighty cents if you're able to access that FanDuel line. Ooh. Um, yeah. So we're we're those guys this week. Um, hopefully you follow our BetMMA page. Um, like we preach week in and week out because we got this line early. Um, we are on Sergey, man, which is devastating. Uh-huh you know cuz you know as a fan who who doesn't like Derek Lewis Sergei. um part of the narrative right if you even want to talk about that is Derek uh. Lewis again uh, Derek Lewis again in Texas here he just doesn't win in Texas oh so, no so uh, wait, obviously the obviously that means he's going to win in Texas but no he like he literally doesn't win in Texas and um we got Sergey at plus 100 baby like come on that line is now minus 140
0: so what? Yeah, I saw a minus one twenty five earlier, minus one forty. No, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: minus one forty.
0: I don't it, know it, about all that at this point.
1: It, it's getting a little crazy. And listen, you feel that type of way. Now we have the option to buy back on Derek
0: Lewis, which is fine. Like if which you do know. it by knockout of anything, of course, of course. Or, or, or is, is it double decision. Derek double leg Lewis coming out for this fight? I Derek don't know. Double leg Lewis. <laughs> what do you think, that, Guru?
1: That's funny. No, listen, I I like Sergey here. You know. Uh, I'm worried about where Derek is in, you know, in terms of his career. Um, I love Derek. He literally punched me in the face for saying that. If anybody heard what he said about the media today, it was super funny as always. You got to love Derek. Yeah. You know, but he's just, and it's in a good way. Like he's just not the same guy. Like, I just wonder where the hunger is, per se, at necessarily 37. He's done a lot of the things he's, I'm sure he could dream of. Each fight, he's getting paid well. Each fight's another, I assume, another chit towards his retirement, towards whatever it is he wants to do after fighting. Um, I get, you know, listen, at heavyweight, you can keep going till 43, whatever, mm. and, you know, that's if he wants to do that. And good for him that I'm sure, again, still part of his retirement plan, I'm sure. Um, But at a at a uh, at a reach disadvantage, at an age disadvantage, at a speed disadvantage um, and possibly like power negligible, like similar power. uh, It could be very fucking interesting. Um, Pavlovich seems to be the real deal. His only issue was, is that, you know, he hadn't fought in forever and his level of competition has been suspect. So either he's taking four giant steps up in competition you know, or, you know, he's kind of in this ballpark already. What do you think, Brady? It's been way too long since we've heard from you.
2: Yeah, so this is going to be my first bet of uh, the show here, and I'm, I'm with you guys. I like the Pavlovich side. I uh, would have liked to get him at plus 100. Missed out on it, but I was able to get his knockout prop at plus 130, and I think that is his uh, win condition here. Uh, Pavlovich, an 80% finish rate all 80% of that coming by knockout. Derek Lewis has been knocked out six times. And, yeah, like you said, I mean, this guy's powerful. Tons of power. I've seen him knock out guys mm. with a jab. Um, and on top of that, 12 knockouts. All 12 of them knockouts actually come in the very first round. So I was kind of looking at the first round knockout prop. Um, but looks like they're all over it. I think I saw, like, plus 240. But I just took the straight-up knockout prop. Um, he's longer. He's going to have a five-inch reach advantage. I think that's huge. He's younger as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, I do question where... Derek Lewis is at in his career as well, especially after coming off of a brutal knockout. So yeah, I like Pavlovich. Of course, you can't play the money line now minus 140, but uh yeah, plus 125, plus 130 for that knockout prop. I think he knocks out Derek Lewis if he is to win. Uh, when I lay minus 140 on Pavlovich at this point, not really. I mean, you never want to count Derek Lewis out of any fight. He can knock out anybody in the world. Uh, but I do like the younger Pavlovich to go out here and knock out Derek Lewis and probably do it in the first round. But yeah, like a dad was saying the fight goes decision plus four eighty. I mean, I could see it happening, but I don't know if I have the balls to pull the trigger on something like that. <laughs> all
1: right. All right. I, I don't, and I don't necessarily blame you because the, it's just too fucking sketchy. I mean, I literally mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. It's like, you know, you, you bet these fights that you think are just going to go and they get mm-hmm. so fucking close. And then they don't like, you know, I bet the, the blade, the docket the dockets Lewis fight to, for, to start round two and he's going there and it's patient and it's patient. And then Doc is just like, fuck this shit. And, and, and then he's sleeping. <laughs> so like it's a, you know, that, that shit can totally, totally happen. And uh, if everybody, everybody knows Derek Lewis at this point. So if anybody's going to snatch victory out of the jaws of defeat, it's going to be Derek Lewis. So if anybody's going to be getting beat around the cage, virgin, distinct virgin, not and just throw that haymaker and, <laughs> and knock Sergey anyone. all the way back to Russia, it, it, it would be it'd be Derek, but I, I do. I like Sergey here, and yeah, I love the fact that we were able to get him at, at plus 100. That was uh, shout out TB on that. He was uh, I liked it, but I wasn't necessarily ready. He was fairly insistent, so I uh, I, I think we're gonna be good on that too. So we got two units on that, and
0: uh, yeah, uh, ready to rock. Shout out to all the boys in the chat. We got Mr. D, Mr. D here, D. thanks for joining us. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that definitely happened, uh, Prince Dude. of Mischief. Yeah, and uh, under two and a half plus one fifteen. That's also solid in case of any other shenanigans. Um, part-time oh, fighter, Derek Lewis. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I mean, um, if he said it himself, especially and yeah. So ultimately, I think uh, I think it's great that we're all on the same train here. It sounds like, and uh, it's all about what type of value you're able to get here, especially at this point as the line moves, but. I mean, yeah, especially if you see these guys face off, you're just going to see the size. Um, I'm curious if that 6'3 actually matches up on both sides.
1: Um, Yeah, def- oh, that's so interesting, too. I definitely want to see how they uh, look faced off. And uh, speaking of which, I hope that nobody's, like, insulted by my open chest jersey right now. Like, I'm just – we're beating the Yankees right now, right? Uh, I'm a yesterday. little insulted just in today, general.
0: Like, you know i'm just
1: I'm, I'm just feeling myself out here you know what i'm saying let's fucking go met
0: like, all that chest met. i mean jeez i'm That's a little a insulting myself so, um but yeah okay we're on to our next fight we got Alexander <laughs> Whoa, look at that. versus alex perez yeah things are pretty interesting when you just pull up the stats here for this fight i mean look at who's got all of the advantages now if this is a gradient style we would see that you know some of these Stats are actually extremely close and we're working on it, Guru.
1: Give me, me a little today.
0: time We're working on it. Um, but yeah, so ultimately, I mean, you know, Perez all of his stats, yeah, they are better than Pantoja's, but they're all, you know, just about extremely close. Um and then when you look at like the grappling numbers, I get it Perez is gonna be the better wrestler overall. But Pantoja, while he's been controlled for, you know, some periods in the UFC, I think a lot of those numbers are, are skewed um when it comes to like the Askar Askarov fight, so overall past that, I don't think we've seen him really controlled for too many extended periods outside of that. Mm. Um, and the other thing that I'd like to point out is that when you look at his distance striking numbers, you have to keep in mind. I mean that he has a fight in there that goes to distance against Davison Figueiredo as well. Uh, whereas Alex Perez, you know, he he had the privilege of getting finished early against uh, Davison Figueiredo. and the guys that he fought on his way up those aren't the type of ones that are going to affect the statistics as much as uh, Manel Kopp going the distance, um, Brandon Roy Val round two, you know, fight, uh, Askarov decision. So I just think like, even though you see Perez is going to have the advantage here statistically, there's also a reason why when you look at the line, uh, you see Alexandra Pantoja is, is going to be the, f- uh, the favorite here, minus 190 and Perez at plus 160. I probably missed some line movement, um, but Pantoja at minus 190, I still see value overall where i'm gonna play this fight myself is pantoja inside the distance i think we've seen perez have tough weight cuts in the past year especially recently a bunch of fights canceled so if this fight even does go off uh is the question at the end of the day but yeah if it gets there pantoja inside the distance plus 200 because the submission at plus 330 or um you know was kind of interesting to me to start off but you're not giving up too much value by just going inside the distance of plus 200 because we've seen him with the power in his hands as well. And Perez, yeah. you know, he I know it hasn't been in the UFC, but I don't think he's beyond getting dropped. Uh, with You know, he, he has been knocked out before. So, uh, Guru, what, what, what are you thinking here, man?
1: You know, it's really tough to even be on, try to be on the Alex Perez side, yeah, it's so true. I appreciate that, Mr. D. As a meth fan, we definitely have been through a ton, and who knows, we, we still might go through a ton. Uh, we <laughs> anyway, um, you know, the thing with Perez is like, again, even if you want to be on the dog, it's like you're really not basing it on too much because we haven't seen the poor guy since you know, uh, 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 November of 2020, which is way too long, he's had six canceled fights two of which were specifically his fault um you know one of which was a withdrawal and the other which he spe- he missed weight for the chanel mm-hmm. fight and chanel declined i believe um you know that's those things are not good you know at flyweight like you like tb said i i think if you do even have a strong opinion on this fight a i think you're like a little crazy and b i think regardless <laughs> you need to wait for for weight cuts um Pantoja has fought the way better level of competition, like all around. So the stats being, you know, at least close tells me that you know Pantoja should be much better. But specifically, what I do want to highlight is Alex Perez's elite, elite level of wrestling. Like generally, we see the wrestling be Mm. the dominant factor in MMA. Like Mm. it's what you want as your foundation. So. If Perez, I think, can like be avoided, like avoid being submitted, like you just want to fucking spam takedowns and, and, and lay on top of this guy. Cause I'm not sure if you want to stay on the feet with him. Like, I, you know, again, Perez is only 29. I'm not sure the improvements he's made or not. You get the, uh, they're similar in age. You get the little bit of reach advantage for Pantoja. Um, hmm. Yeah, I kind of like Pantoja to win like a 29-28 decision or, or some shit like that. Um, but I I don't hate it. I don't hate the finish prop either. I, I like I do I like Pantoja to win. Um, but I think Paris could be sneaky here. So I don't know. I guess I'm playing my cards close to the vest, which is not that exciting. Uh Brady Brady said he's got a bet, so I have a feeling he might sway me. What do you got?
2: yeah um if this goes to decision i do think it'll play out close um i kind of lean towards the pantoja finish though and the, and the bet i do have is the uh the scorecards equals no action for pantoja i got it at Ooh. minus 160 it's now minus 190 so it's still around that money line which i do like because you're not finishing alexander pantoja this guy's fought guys like you know davis and figueredo you know guys like Askarov. um in 29 professional fights never been finished um no. Yeah, 29 professional fights never been finished, whereas Perez, um, he's been finished five times in five of six losses. So I think if there is a finish in this fight, it is going to be Pantoja getting that finish. And that is why I do like that. Scorecard eagles no action. Um, and then yeah, the, the Perez submission prop really sticks out. Uh I know the, the Pantoja submission prop really sticks out. Perez has been submitted four times. Pantoja legit black belt and BJJ. That submission prop opened up for Pantoja on BetOnline Online at plus 600. Wish I would have saw that it's now plus 450. Like, even then, oh, wow. I think it could be worth a little sprinkle there. Like, especially if Perez wrestles, like, he can get caught in something. So, um, yeah, I lean towards Pantoja locking something up. Don't want to sprinkle on the sub. But I like that scorecard so equals no action. Um, and, yeah, if you like Perez, uh, maybe Perez by decision. Because, like I said, I mean, it's, you're not finishing uh, Pantoja. I'd be really shocked if you did. Perez by decision is plus 380. Like, if you like Perez, yeah. plus 380 uh, by decision is probably the way to go wow
1: okay. wow you yeah, honestly thank you that uh, that little caveat that little cherry is like I the piece at least in my analysis or my breakdown in my own mind that like I'm fucking missing. Pantoja hasn't been finished by these guys. So you you start to you know you chunk out certain pieces of information and uh exactly or I mean certain outcomes and and exactly um on FanDuel decision no bet Pantoja uh minus 152. Ooh. So, yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I I like I do I like that too. I, I think nice that cover, yeah. you know, Perez right because Perez's way of finishing is going to be ground and pound KO right C- or clipping him or like catching him in a guillotine or something like that's. I just think that those things are are fairly unlikely, especially again like you said you he's fa- he's fought Davis and Figueroa he's mm. fought you know the you know Manal Cop and, and Roy Val so uh much better than the guys that 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 uh that Perez has faced. And again, we haven't seen Perez in a while (laughs) and weight cut issues. So I'm certainly interested to see this again. These fights are fucking, that's what I'm saying. Like for a paper, like these fights are so sketchy, but they're very important. Like they need to happen. Like that's what, that is super cool about these fights is that they're all super important to the division and good. You, you should, you should, bring up the next fight because i think yeah. it actually is the perfect segue because this is another one of those fights that maybe is a little bit more clear cut in terms of the money line but is so important towards in terms of um with the outlook of the division um take it away tb like yeah you know, what's yeah. what's up what up, Warrior? Cash
0: Warrior? what up tommy touchy shout out everyone in the chat um, guys, make sure you're saying who your best bet is for the week. I'll make sure I put a star on it. We bring it up when we get to that fight, even if we're not on it right now. Like and subscribe. Um, yeah, like and subscribe. If you're not, if you're somehow on, in this chat right now and you're not already subscribed to number one, DFS by the numbers, his YouTube channel, and two, the MMA engine, I really don't understand one, how that happened. Uh, so just back out of this video right now or like keep the clip like running go find those two channels subscribe to both of those like a few of their videos leave a few comments come back here leave a few more comments and then uh, let's have a good time guys um really looking forward to keep on breaking down this card like and subscribe to our channel follow us everywhere and uh that bet mma tips is clutch because you'll we'll beat some line movement together um so at the end of the show I'll, i'll pull it up show you guys what to look for as far as bet mma tips go okay um so here we go our next fight we got magomed ankolaev versus uh anthony smith man i am super excited Ankalaev is heart. one of those guys like <laughs> the lion heart. does magomed have a cool nickname or not, not what is it like goritz or something the real question
1: is is magomed gonna break into his house or not and <laughs> three
0: in the morning uh- Oh God. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got to rattle Anthony Smith one way or another, if you want to get into yeah. his head, I suppose. But, um, I, I think ultimately the biggest issue that I have going into this fight for Anthony Smith is like, I'm like, well, you know, he's difficult to finish. You know, he's got solid striking. Like when you watch him on the feet, like he's good, you know, he's, he's got the, the Muay Thai, the kickboxing. Um, then, then, you know, like, okay, yeah, he's got like really good jujitsu, you know, Oh, he submits uh, Devin Clark, you know, he has a few good wins here or there getting some finishes, you know, Ryan Span, Jimmy Crute. And you really start to, like, dig into some of these wins, and then you're like, wait, now you're going up against Michael Ben Live. And it's like, all right, well, I understand, you know, why they have this fight line the way they do, because right now it's Ankalaev 520 and Anthony Smith plus 410. I get it. I get it. I've been trying to find the reason to lay the dog line on Anthony Smith. I really love the guy. He's awesome, super smart, talented. It's just, ankle Live, the, the, the story that it comes down to is his distance defense is 63%, and Anthony Smith's is 51%. So they have basically the same distance accuracy. It's just like, Mega Man ankle Live is just that much better when it comes to defense. And the the same thing goes towards takedown defense. And that's going to play out because, you know, ankle Live, you only see one takedown per 15, 33%. You shoot in three per 15. So the, the moral of the story is he's going to play on the feet and he's going to be safe on the feet. His opponents are going to be close in numbers on the feet. But the guy that's going to be landing the bigger strikes with the hands is going to be mega meta and Goliath He's got the counters. He can throw combinations, any stance, switching. He throws the head kicks. But Anthony Smith, you know, I think numbers wise, he's going to keep the pace close on the feet. However, if Ankoliyev goes and takes him down, I don't think Smith is the same type of explosive submission threat overall that, like, you know, Paul Craig, one second left in the fight. Just that whole thing sketches me out, too, when you're talking about Ankoliyev at minus 520. So we got to dig into some props here. Um, So while we do that, Guru, did you find anything yourself? Like, what are you thinking on this fight?
1: To me... I. The submission thing is sketchy. So I, I think you're right at the end of the day when 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 you look at uh Anthony Smith's like amount of sub attempts, he only has seven sub attempts in the UFC, which is you know not necessarily as many as you'd think when you think about Anthony Smith being so good at getting submissions. Um I don't know, Anthony Smith at plus fifteen hundred by submission seems like a little egregious. So I mean I wouldn't mind uh, di- dipping into grandma's couch cushion to throw like, you know, a couple couple shekels on that. But um yeah, listen, it's interesting, right? Because you look at Anthony Smith and he's got the, the height and reach advantage. So that could be interesting, but he's not necessarily somebody that uses it very well. He doesn't necessarily have the best striking defense. He has very poor takedown defense like very poor and um you know, when you say that, like, oh, you know, it's going to take place on the feet. Like, if Magomed Ankalaev is even remotely in, like a intelligent fighter, he will mm. strike a little bit, hurt, try to hurt Anthony, fake some takedowns, and then get go for a takedown and get one. Because you, yes. there's no reason to stand and bang with Anthony Smith. Like, that's really dumb. So, you know, when you look at one takedown per fifteen, you're like, oh, that's not great. But at the same time, and I guess it was an anomaly, like you said, to me off air because, um, Anthony Smith fractured his femur in the first round of that fight. But the Ray fight, like he has even less takedowns per 15 mm. and that's how he won that fight is with the grappling is with the takedowns, just kind of being bigger and stronger and holding them down and then go, going, going to a decision for that, the, the, those three rounds. So, um, I kind of like the fight to go the distance, um, I, I don't know why I feel I felt like it was the narrative that there'd be a finish, yet the props don't necessarily line up that way with uh, minus 120 fight going the distance, minus 110 it not going the distance. Interesting part is Anthony Smith has only won one decision in his UFC career and lost the other three he's went to. Generally speaking, Anthony Smith does not go to decision. So that's like that idea. Oh, yeah. So it's a weird bet to place. Um, I like Magomed Ankalaev, and uh, what's our little special there in the over one and
0: a half? What's <laughs> uh, so the so over one and a half? I mean, minus two hundred that 100. cuts a lot of value off. Like I feel right. like that's a solid, like quote unquote, money line Hard. play. Right, Smith is too. tough to finish early, right?
1: But if there was anybody that was gonna fuck up everybody's parlays this week, it really might be. It really, really could be Magomed Ankalaev, but DFS. We it's. It's it's WWE style. We're we're tagging in. Oh my God! The Yankees hit a two-run home run. I think. Oh my God! It's terrible. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, I, I'm probably gonna have a contrarian take here. Um, I have nothing bet on this fight yet, but I will be betting the fight doesn't go to decision at plus money. Ooh. Looks like money's still coming in on the, in the overs, and it, it makes sense, right? Like I'm a big ink alive hater. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the guy. I think he's you know kind of boring, but can't deny he's, he's very good, but with Anthony Smith, you know, he's going to bring the fight to ankle Alive, right? He's going to make him do stuff. And, and if mm. ankle live lets his hands go, like he's super dangerous, hits really hard. And you know, at the end of the day, Anthony Smith's been finished 13 times. So um I think Anthony Smith is going to make this an exciting fight. And if he makes it an exciting fight, either maybe Anthony Smith can pull off the upset. Like you said, he's at a 92% finish rate. He's only won one decision in the UFC or with him being aggressive, he gets caught with something. So uh, a little bit contrarian here. I'm gonna take a look at the fight doesn't go at plus money. I'm gonna keep continuing to wait it out, but I'd be fine with uh with plus 100 small play here because wow. I am I am ready to be disappointed with another boring ink alive decision win. Whoa. But right. I just think Anthony Smith is gonna make this an exciting fight, and if that happens, um, I think I think uh you know ink alive is gonna have opportunities to finish here.
1: I, I kind of if we can get the fight doesn't go at plus money, I, I may consider that, especially when uh, if the line obviously continues to run right now, at least the both books that we have, it's um, fight goes the distance is about split at even money. So, I, you know me, I'm a whore for that plus money, so I can't pull Big the trigger time. quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, don't don't hate that at all. But when you look at the um, if you just wanted to go double chance, for example. At uh, Magomed Ankalaev, I guess just by finish or uh, KO submission, plus one forty, Uh certainly interesting. Hmm. Yeah. All right, well, well, or even what I mean, I guess if Anthony Smith gets finished, how often? When does he? How does he usually get finished? It's usually by submission, right? It's not usually by knockout. He's been knocked out nine times. Nine times and submitted times. four. Yeah. Submitted yeah. four. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. ideal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I kind of like that. I like that contrarian play there, Brady. That's a that's a pretty good idea. I like that. Um, the boring guy to maybe, possibly,
1: perhaps, yeah. not be the most boring ever. It's yeah, I'm hope, I'm, I'm hoping Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln not <laughs> boring. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln.
0: Since we don't have to uh,
1: beat anymore, he's a, he's a new uh, Yeah,
0: that's it, man. So, all right. So, hey, we got our next fight here. We got the Great White um careful Whoa. the sharks are in the water alex morono
1: the mediocre
0: um, white right <laughs> uh versus matthew uh semi the jedi Semmelsberger. um shout out to dan tom because you got a couple uh boys that would appreciate it it's the um fantasy <laughs> jewish fight league the guys that aren't actually jewish but sound like they're jewish
1: they definitely yeah. do sound jewish. uh yeah so, so Matthew
0: semelsberger 100 i definitely
1: like. went to hebrew school with him That's <laughs> <the thing.
0: laughs> so uh yeah no shout out to the boy uh anyways coming back to this fight we got semelsberger minus 155 coming out of hebrew school with, uh, with great uh and then alex morono at plus 135 um Man, I'm really pumped for this fight. I I think that it's lined pretty properly, but I think we might be able to squeeze a little value still out of the Semmelsberger side. Um, Morono we've seen with the, you know, when he's facing a power striker, um, you know, he's, he's had a solid um, success overall in his career at, um, you know, kind of staying safe. You know, his distance defense numbers are good and everything like that. He's only been knocked down two times. But when you watch recently that fight against Chaos Williams, where it's like he can succumb to pressure overall, and Anthony Pettis even, like, hurts him a bit before controlling him a bunch. So I think that we're starting to see, like, Morono, you know, he does have good defense numbers, but if you're able to swarm him and get him in these positions where you can land the right combo, and Semelsberger, he's coming in, he's got a three-inch 2-inch height, 3-inch reach advantage, and he throws those straight pistons right down the middle. I think that at some point, um, you know, we might be able to see that chin tested once again of Alex Morono. So Semelsberger minus 155, I think he's going to land the more impactful strikes. And, you know, I think he'll be able to match the pace, if not, you know, outpace Morono just with the threat of, you know, his striking and also the size. I think he'll be able to stuff, you know, if Morono goes out there with takedowns for, you know, which doesn't normally happen. He only attempts... One takedown per 15, landing a quarter of a takedown per 15. So we're not expecting Morono to wrestle here. And even if he did try to, Semmelsberger's probably okay. I know the takedown defense numbers don't look great, but he's faced far ex- more explosive wrestlers and probably more explosive, you know, like uh, finishers as far as submission game goes. So I do think Semmelsberger actually probably has, you know, the better chance at landing a takedown himself as this fight goes on with the size. And him wearing on and you know looking for a little break from you know landing the strikes. I think if anyone does land a takedown here, it probably is semi. So, anyways, coming back to it, I <laughs> See, do think minus 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 exactly minus one fifty five is appropriate. But yeah. if I was well, to play okay, a drop so, here, so, then well, I, I say that semi is going to get the knockout at uh whoa. plus two fifty.
1: Wow, that's that's certainly an interesting one, and, and I'll I'll get to why. Um but so the thing is, is if you just quickly look over at FanDuel too, that line is getting wider and wider. Semmelsberger is now minus 174, which is just steep with Morono chilling at plus 136. But it's the same line at, with plus 135. It's just semi getting steamed. So I think if you like semi at minus 155, you're going to have to play it like right meow, you know, because I think that's a good spot. And, um, if you want to be a layman, which sometimes I like to be, because, you know, keep it simple, stupid, right? The guy that's younger, the guy that has their height advantage, the guy that has their reach advantage is going to win like what? Like 60% of the time, right? Or something stupid. You've got those three things with semi. So right there, I'm already feeling good. Then you start looking into the tape and you're like, okay, well, the clear path to beating semi is the takedowns because he has pretty porous takedown defense, and he doesn't look like he knows how to get back up very well. He seems almost like a turtle on his back. It was really uh, concerning versus A.J. Fletcher. Um, With that being said, they didn't test him here in this matchup with that specifically. Morono goes for even less takedowns than he does. He's the smaller guy, which I was just talking about. And the thing that's super interesting is Morono, who's super well-known for his... um, very good striking defense, has fought. Who has he fought lately? Mickey Gall, who's not a good striker. Zawada, who's like a crazy, unorthodox striker and then likes to grapple. And the ghost of Donald Cerrone. Like, it's not, he's not faced anybody, let alone that, like, is going to be able to stand and bang with him, let alone that it's actually going to have a size and reach advantage over him and be able to use it. So um, for all that those reasons, and as you're starting to see the line, you know, continue to creep up like i think semi is like pretty good here and in a fight card where i've been clearly wavering on favorites and dogs and this and that i feel like pretty good here that semi's gonna get it done so i kind of almost want to play him there at minus 155 um yeah you know he really might he might channel some shit and get get the get the knockout for for dallas texas there but what if what if we what about that over one and a half is it that sketchy because his one quick knockout right was that crazy one to um (laughs) what's his face chaos williams where he gets starched so quick um he's got another one in legacy fc in 2014 he got knocked out by diego henrique um so those things are not necessarily ideal but you know semis while he put down what's his face he put down uh um, Martin Sano and Jason Witt, but those guys are like hot, ha- like hilariously Hall of Fame bad chins. Like, so I don't necessarily think that the knockout, if it comes, is gonna come that quickly. I think Semmelsberger at the end of the day is a more volume striker, um, than a power puncher. So I kind of want to go Semmelsberger in that over one and a half, that, that chronic combat special at uh, plus 100 because i'm telling you right now it's plus 100 right now i promise you by friday it'll be that goofy ass minus 110 and then it'll hit like it i'm feeling good about that so i need i need some brady so i'm gonna shut the fuck up
2: yeah i'm not gonna have a bet on this fight but i'm actually with you guru i think this does get extended here um, yeah, like you mentioned, I, I think Semelsberger hits hard, but I think we might be overrating his power a little bit. I mean, knocked out Jason Witt, who's been knocked out like twenty times, and then Martin Sino, who shouldn't be in the UFC. Alex Morono's only been knocked down twice in the UFC by Chaos Williams, hits like a truck, and by Nico Price, hits like a truck. Um, I think Morono is tough enough to last here, so I'm, I'm kind of looking at the over. Um one and a half, it's it's really steep. It's like minus three thirty five, but two and a half, minus one hundred eighty. The fight goes decision, minus one fifty. So I'm kind of looking at those if anything, but you know, Simmelsberger does have a, a lot of power. I was looking at the, uh, the scorecards, the Eagles, no action, like I did for the Pantoja, but looks like vandals all over. They have it, mm-hmm. like, minus 280. DraftKings, like, minus 250. On BetOnline, it's minus 200. Like, if this fight does finish, I'd be shocked if um, Rono got the finish. So right, right. I guess that's something I could look at there, minus 200, but I'm leaning towards this fight uh, going over, getting extended um and i'm kind of looking at the fight goes at minus 150 but not something i'm running to the window for i probably won't have a bet on this fight
1: yeah that's those are all really good points i think if you were playing alex morona you probably have to play him by decision at plus 225 there i assume better on uh on fanduel he's uh nope that's actually worse on fanduel plus 220 so yeah so plus 225 on uh the morono decision but no that's not not what i'm personally playing i i actually think i'm going to put a a unit down on this uh semelsberger and over one and a half at plus 100 because because it's because i'm a whore for plus money and i i i also don't think it's going to be there like like i'm going to forget so i'm definitely doing it
0: right now (laughs) guru if you feel the urge i give you permission on a half Uh unit on ben mma
1: whoa
0: so if you want to lay that as well, while well, right. I'm going to lay before something. the line moves for, by all means, you talked me into it. I, I appreciate that. Sometimes oh, by I the gotta,
2: way, by the yeah. way, how, how do you, how on bet MMA, how do you track those like the over and the fighter? Yes. I've never, I've okay,
0: never cool. So, um, uh, let me see if I can do a quick, Cause I, I uh, think I
2: know how to, to do it, but I'm not like a hundred percent sure.
0: Right right okay so let me let me pull this up i'm going to get bet mma loaded here and while i do that um yeah so ultimately you want
1: me to place it or you're gonna place it live on air for everybody
0: yeah you know okay so let me set up the next fight while i load bet mma um so we got drew dober versus rafael alves uh this fight gonna be super exciting but i think drew dober showed that Um, you know, Wheezy kind of says it best, um, when he's talking about, you know, needing like, or maybe it's Brady needing the shovel to come in there and and finish guys. So, yeah, I mean, you saw Terrence McKinney, he, he, I think, you know, he only brought like the, the, the garden travels for his appearance. So he couldn't quite get the job done, but, um, yeah, I I think ultimately drew Dober, I'm leaning towards the guru play here on the fight parlay, the drew Dober and over one and a half. Um, Ooh. because I think we find some early adversity, but you get a plus 130 on that, so I think we could sit on it for a little bit make sure that we really like it. I don't think it's as big, you know, we might go to like plus 120, plus 110. Um, but yeah, th- th- that's where I'm leaning on this one. I think Dober is able to pull away as the fight goes on, but Alves is going to be dangerous, uh, to come out as he always is crazy body kicks. Um, he'll be game to throw up a guillotine if anything else. Um, and yeah, so. 100 so anyways boys go ahead i will pull up the bet mma once i get to that correct page
1: sick bro so i can't i don't know what it is i like i, I barely picked drew dober fights correctly and i'm not sure why uh drew dober is one of the guys that like interacted with me with me on instagram like a million years ago before i even considered doing a fucking podcast or anything like that tracking picks. Anything like that. So he's he's just like the nicest freaking guy. So I always struggle to pick for him, pick against him. Like he's just super cool. Um, so I I've I picked against him, I picked on Terrence McKinney. I thought I won my bet six times. I did not win my bet (laughs) any of those times. Um, I picked I picked him against Brad Riddell. He won he won the first round. I'm like, I did amazing. Let's go, let's go. He he ends up losing the next two. Um Islam Makhachev, I think I ended up taking like a flyer on him because obviously Islam was going to win and Islam obviously won. So, you know, I just, I can't seem to get it right with him. Rafael Alves, um, another guy that <laughs> has given me trouble when I'm being legitimately honest, because we had a, one of our big plays was on Mark DeCasey. We're like, as long as this guy doesn't get submitted in the first round, we're good. Like he's got this. He comes out great gets kicked right in the nuts i'm like this is not good and bisbing talks about it on the uh commentary he's like oh that's or maybe felder does he's like oh you know that's gonna take away from like i think it was felder he's like oh, it's gonna take away from how good he was about to start to look and i'm like yeah i kind of agree that like takes the wind out of your sails and then like a minute and a half later he's submitted so (laughs) best bet down the drain um then he, you know, he, he comes out and he looks, uh, he looks much better in his, in his next fight, uh, does De Casey, obviously we bet on him again, but we haven't seen Alves since. And I think similarly, like, I, I'm not sure if it's too hard to handicap, so I don't want to belabor the point, but I kind of feel like Alves is sub or bust. Ooh. And to be fair, Dober has been subbed, I believe four times in his UFC career, um, Triangle choked by Islam, which is excusable. Arm by Benil, not great. Rear naked choked by Olivier, Olivier, Olivier Mercier, which is really not great. Rear na- uh, guillotine choked by Efron Escadero, <laughs> not ideal. And uh, yeah, so I, I do. I feel like Alves could be live for that round one sub, but otherwise, I feel like Alves is. Uh, I guess maybe other than that early round two sub is really not live for much here. I don't necessarily see him out pointing to a decision. Um, I expect Drew Dober to look good. Um, you know what? I guess at the same time, maybe maybe I'm banking on too much of Drew Dober's product, and then at 33, like he's not necessarily going to get so much better. We can only ask him to kind of maintain that level right like how much better do you get at 33 mm-hmm. in the lightweight division not that he's old obviously but i just feel like that's brady talk some sense into me please
2: yeah so i like the the fight doesn't go and on DraftKings it's is like minus 250 on fandle minus cool. 260 on bet online it is minus 180 still and i like that cool. i feel like it covers both sides here i feel like if alva's wins like you guys mentioned first round submission and that's about it And then if the fight gets out of the first round, man, you take a look at Alves. This guy's been finished nine times, nine times out of 10 losses. We know Dober has a ton of power and, you know, Alves has been knocked out three times. He's been submitted six times. There's like retirement losses in there. There's like injury losses. Like once this guy leaves that first round, um, he does slow down as the fight goes on. And I think Drew Dober is going to really push a pace, make him work. And I can see Dober getting a second or third round finish. So I, I like the fight doesn't go. It covers both sides there. But even like Dober inside the distance at plus 125, I see plus 138. Like Alves, again, has been finished in 90% of his losses. And Dober um, is a finisher. So I like Dober here. Um, if you like Alves, Alves round one subs plus 1100. But I think outside of that, he's he's kind of screwed here. Um, and, and another thing I didn't like about Alves was in his last few fights, he's not going for takedown. So is he going to. You know, knock down Drew Dober and submit him that way. I just, you know, Dober's chin's legit. I know he got knocked down by Terrence McKinney in his last fight, but that was his very first knockdown um, against him in the UFC. So I like Dober here, Dober inside the distance, but the fight doesn't go, I feel like covers both sides here.
0: Definitely. It makes sense. Um, I, I I do like that because um, I guess. What, what do you, you have know, that Dober, line? Dober, that Dober doesn't go? What do you have
1: that line? It's chalky, you uh, know, minus. But, but no, so he's he I'll bet on so line. he
0: said, "Bet online." He had minus one eighty, whereas oh, it's minus two fifty or minus two sixty right now. Yeah, that's a dirty so, line. That's, yeah, I don't line. know.
2: I don't know if doing with minus two sixty and it opened up at like minus 270. I don't know what they're doing over there. Brutal,
1: brutalizing yeah. the line. Um, you know, and that's that's one of, again. Like I said before, it's really the thing that I appreciate the most about you, Brady. Is like I have this breakdown, and it's I got all these pieces, and you just you come in and you just psh, you just you clear the smoke. And then I can, I can see clearly. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that makes fucking sense. So I mean, if you're not following Brady, you're like, you're 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 fucking up, pal. So
0: go follow DFS by the numbers like that. I mean, you you're already following all right. Him, so bro. here we go. This is how the secret sauce is made. Um, we're in the we're in the adding a prop bet, and when normally it would be uh N A would be automatically selected here. Or you know the the bars, so that when you're selecting an over one and a half rounds is the prop. But if you go ahead select fighter B, that'll make it Matt Semmelsberger to win and over one and a half rounds. So it turns it into a parlay on the prop section.
2: Sweet, yeah, that's that's what I was thinking as well. So so um, Guru, I, yeah, we there, doing a- there's something I'm looking at for this one as well.
0: It's like a, a parlay like that. Okay, Guru, are we doing a half or a full unit here? I mean,
1: personally. Alright, I threw down unit. a full
0: unit too. All right, cool. Pretty good. All right, sick. So uh cool, awesome. So that's how it's done. That's how we enter our picks on Bet MMA. And guys, yeah, pull up the profile. This is where it gets really sketchy. I'm not gonna lie. Or not like so. this. This is where I thought you were gonna show Brady the final result of how it how it looks. It's all good. I mean no, I, 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 I was gonna. I was going to pull up our better MMA one more time at the end. Oh, all uh, right. Okay. My bad. So anyways, uh, here we are. I got to get our stats up because we got the fight that everyone came to the show for. Um, (laughs) I know that uh, the main event, you know, that's what most people, you know, might be interested in. But, you know, the real diehards here, they came down for Dontel Mays. Dontel Mays versus Hamdi Abdel Wahab. I mean, this is the one that the people have been waiting for. So- I, I reached out to Guru early in the week. I said, dude, we gotta get some money down. We gotta do it. We gotta hurry up. Because um Dante Maze is already minus 150. And we gotta make a move here. The line's running away. Uh hey, look, we were teaching Daz a little something on Bethum and Mail. So there you go. Welcome to the party, baby. Um, so now it's like, all right. So I was like, Guru, make sure, please, like, don't just agree with me, please. Make sure you watch the tape because I watched some Hamdi, and I was like, listen, like, all I see is him just fighting scrubs, knocking down with like rushing in combos. He gets top control, and like, I love you. I wrestling. love your version
1: of this story, by the way.
0: Yeah, bro. I, well, I told <laughs> you. I, I said. I said we need. We need to lay Dantel because he's gonna just wrestle him. He's so much bigger. He's got the distance management. Dontell's gonna win this fight. But you didn't implore
1: Um, me to look. You didn't implore me to look myself. I'm like, bro, hold the fuck up. It's no. Tell Maze. Let me watch some tape. Well, so then, and then no. again, I so said then, I oh, no. can't lay no. anything on him no. no. without
0: you watching tape. Don't bullshit.
1: No, I'll no. and then messages. okay, then I gotta watch the tape. So he sends me, and I look back at the text messages he sends me. He sends me two or three YouTube videos. Homie doesn't even pull up. He one of them's an amateur fight, and one of them's a bare knuckle fight. I'm like, homie, you didn't even pull up his proper tape. Like, yeah, they're all fucking squash matches, but you're not even watching the right squash matches. So. Relax. I'm still not that impressed. Uh, you shouldn't be. There's
0: okay. no right, reason right. to Consti- be. All right. No, continue you can continu- No,
1: you continue. I needed to add that part of the story. Right. Now you can continue.
0: Fair enough. So, anyways, I'm in there. I'm getting all Dante Mays happy. And so I tell him he's got to watch some tape. And he comes back to me. And you know what? God damn it. He's right. Because Roki Martinez is in there rocking sockum Robots with Dante Mays. And guess what? That's another short guy but not quite in the physical, you know, sculpted Egyptian shape that we're seeing <laughs> our boy Abdel Wahab coming with. Um, so, listen, I'm going to poke some holes in, like, the, the credentials here because Olympic wrestler, for, like, the Egyptian wrestling team, I don't think it means as much as, you know, Ooh. just overall. I, 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 I just don't fire. overall. I mean, but He's a heavyweight, so you get, like, that size and you get any type of wrestling experience and you get, like, on that track, like, yeah, it's great that he was part of it but it's kind of the same thing as saying like someone went to like montana for d1 wrestling as opposed to like you know one of like uh i don't know texas is it or, or Penn you know, State uh yeah i don't oklahoma. know one of the big wrestling schools you know what i mean Penn State, exactly.
1: oklahoma i got you
0: there you go thank continue. you continue um so anyways yeah so Hamdi i think what it comes down to is it's just sketchy how like He's gotten stood up multiple times as this great wrestler fighting low level competition. They're like, "Hamdi, you got to do something. We're gonna stand you up. Like, come on, man, do something. Like, you got to at least try punching them. You can't just sit inside control." Um, and sure enough, he'll get reversed at times. So, but at the end of the day, it's like I don't think Dante Mays really is just gonna like sit on top of him or anything. So, okay, I had to chill out. Whatever. Where I ended up, uh, fight goes the distance plus one fifty. Fuck picking a side.
1: Yeah, um, I'm on the dog here. I think I'm literally the only person on the planet. Um, as uh, Brady's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm sure. And that's, <laughs> fine. that's fine. You know what? It's fine because um, I I also stupidly circled what's his face um, at the guy that was literally a fraud. What's his, against uh Menefield? That was really funny that the, with the neck beard. Um, yeah. So the thing, <laughs> the thing with the grappling is that like. Like, okay, like you, like you alluded to, and this was like the major point that I was making in in defense of Dontel May's being terrible. It's like you go to like a really, he literally landed one more significant strike than Roki Martinez. That dude is like Bunzino. Like, he is real, he is small. He should be like a middleweight, but he fights at heavyweight because he's just. Like, I mean, he's obese and he's a gamer. So he's been everywhere. He's fought all over the world. Good for him. And then you took down and laid on top of Josh Parisian. Bro, great. Throw it away here. It doesn't matter because I don't care how how, how, how sketchy you think Hamdi is. He's not going to get out grappled by Dontel Mays here because even in the times you've you've watched him have to get stand up or you've watched him get taken down he reverses he scrambles he's quick like he he does have some of these um, inalienable skill sets that like you know these things that you can't teach per se so I, I did like some of that. Again, you watch him fight Matthew Strickland. Like I don't even. That dude is fucking. He's literally. I think I saw him bagging groceries or pumping my gas or something like that. Dude is. I don't. I don't know what he I, might be. The manager at R not even the manager, like the assistant manager at Arby's. Like I don't know what <laughs> that guy is doing. Um. So there's no. There's. No, oh my god. And Tyler Lee, bro. Tyler Lee looks like. I don't know, like he literally got fired as the assistant manager of <laughs> for like I don't know, eating too many fries on his break or like jerking off in the bathroom. Like that.
0: that I don't know. I that guess that crosses fighting. him off our future guest list. <laughs> yeah, well, it's fine. It's <laughs> um yeah. So actually, you know, to make a point to add to guru here is that uh, you know, okay, Mac, and, and in all fairness, this point's gonna add to this also, is that You know, listen, Dontel Mays has that Indiana and Kentucky state champion judo background. I'm gonna throw that in the same like garbage category as like you know you got to be from a better area for that to actually matter in the United States. I just Uh, I'm not taking that as
1: when you look at Dontel Mays's striking, he doesn't impose his his vertical reach like that. You know what I'm saying? He's not somebody that's amazing at keeping distance like that. Like if he gets taken down and held down, I Like, let's think about that for just one second before I turn it over to Brady and he's going to make some more sense for everybody. Like, if Dontel Mays gets held against a cage or put on his ass for even two and a half minutes of some grinding wrestling, Mm. do you actually expect him to have enough pop in his strikes to start piecing up and putting down this guy? I, I really, really, really don't. And, and if I can go one step further, Vegas lined at a coin flip. That's where I'm at. For as strong as opinionated as I am right now, I lined at a coin flip. And that's where Vegas, I'm like, okay, Vegas, I agree with your line. And then you watch the Dontel Mays train go off. Okay, so now I got dog money on a guy in like that might be good i'm taking this chance that this guy might be halfway decent that he i'm taking a, a better than 50 50 coin flip like i'm taking better than a coin flip that this guy might be better than parisian or Roki martinez i like my fucking odds let's go dog right, brady, brady bring some sense it's been as usual like i like to say it's been it's been way too long <laughs>
2: Man, I don't know. I mean, you definitely are on an island, though. I mean, my goodness, look at this line. You know, Maze opened up plus 100, went to plus 115, plus 130, and now he's minus 190. Um, And I think that line just keeps getting wider and wider. So, yeah, if you like Hamby, I'd probably just wait till fight day. Um, For me, I don't have a bet on this fight. I would have loved to get Maze at plus money. I saw him there last week. I didn't have time to look into the fight. And once I did, the line was already gone. It was like minus 130, and then I was like, nah. I don't really want to bet on Maze as a as a favorite here. You know, I'm with you. I'm not high on Mays, but my goodness, Hamby, uh, Hamby, uh, you know, some of the worst level of competition I've, I've ever seen in my life. Like I don't, I can't think of a fighter who's fought you know worse competition there. And even in against these guys, like he can get takedowns, he has good wrestling, but you know he has no control on top. He's very sloppy. I don't trust his cardio. And although I'm not high on Maze, I, I do think Maze should get this done. But Am I trusting Dantel Maze at minus one ninety? No, I wouldn't even play him at minus one thirty. But I wish I would have got that plus money. Like I knew a lot of people did. Um, If I'm gonna play this fight, I I probably would have to play like Maze inside the distance plus one thirty. Even that, like I'm not too excited about. I did see Maze by sub plus twenty two hundred, and he just got his purple belt. So, Um, but yeah, outside of that, I probably will be passing on this fight. well, so, but yeah, if, if you wait till Saturday, man, I mean, Maze is probably going to get past minus 200, as crazy as that
1: sounds. Like, everybody's on Dontell Maze this week. And just for the record, I, I, I maybe I don't really want it on record, but I guess I should. For the record, I kind of like the fight not to go the distance where TB likes to fight to go the distance. Brady, do you have any like horse in that race at all? Just not with I, your own money per se, but like I think, I
2: think, I think it finishes. <laughs> but I just don't want to lay minus two hundred on this fight in general. If, uh, if I'm betting right. anything, I would need plus money to bet on a a horrible, terrible fight like this.
1: Yes. Right. How about a yam bag in this fight?
2: I could see. It. I could see. Oh. A yam bag. I, I could see a draw.
0: Okay. With that, Something shout out him. Lou, baby. Shout out. What up, Lou? On, As baby. I said, Lou. As I said it. Oh shit. Hey. Hey. No, As no, he, he's it. been in here. I've been waiting. Oh, and what joking. up, Lou? Yeah, can we be done with these porn dudes? No, Guru oh, I I is keeping before, his too. shirt open. Guru is gonna, yes, with the porn dudes are living on that's why they came into the chat because Guru the nine, brought them in outs, with this two strikes open met shirt out here. Let's go. Um, on, but guys. I guess, like you guys said, I guess that means that we made it. If we're starting oh, to get the, the porn people happened. in here, we get the sex bots. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's how you know. Um, but yeah, okay, <laughs> I think we spent plenty of time on of, on Dantel Maze versus. Hamdi uh, Hop. Wait, I, wait, but but I don't think wait, 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 ever wait. expected to no, spend that much wait, time on that. Okay, all right, for the record, time that
1: Wait, for the record, and you'll remember better than me. The okay. last time I went on this rant was it like literally last week? Wasn't I right? Who was I on? I went on a huge rant. Was
0: this a poopies rant or what type of rant no, we, <laughs> was it? This was this Dwight rant. Grant?
1: I was right about that one, but no. Who, what else,
0: what, what, what was other was rant? I mean, I, you think I, about it. I, I can't remember, fine, but you fine. might, you might be right. Go, go, go look at last week's card. Think about it. Get that brain turning. Get the, if you see some steam blowing Move off, it, anywhere, moving slow. don't be concerned. In thing, the chat. Thing, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> if you want a yank. Yep, exactly. Yep. We got to make sure go to the, go to Lou's show. Uh, if you want a yam bag shot, that is his dealio. You don't want to be stealing Lou stuff. Um, And then, yeah. All right, so we got Drucker close here versus Rafa Garcia. Um, This fight, oh, baby. Um, Maybe I'm a little more excited for this one than I should be, but uh, I see Drucker close at minus 205 and Garcia plus 175. I think that's too much. Um, I got to say Rafa Garcia is going to at least make this ugly. Um, That doesn't mean he'll necessarily. That's not nice. He's not ugly. (laughs) <laughs> He'll make this. He'll make you know. The fight goes the distance. Minus he makes the fight ugly by being a part of it. I get what you meant. That's not nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> he's doing his best. Um, fight to be won by a split or a majority decision at plus four fifty. Um, maybe, but close. If he gets, if he looks to the best of his ability, if he comes out here and fights the way that he's fought. In the past and and Garcia, he has shown us, oh man, I was going for the finish and I uh, gassed out. Dunzo. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, there has been plenty of times where you know, I would be concerned if Garcia was a favorite, like you know, plenty of times in the past where I got burned betting him against Chris Goodsmacher, that fight I'm talking about. But uh yeah, Drucker close here at minus two oh five. Yeah, they say Brandon Jenkins anymore, but at the same time it's also not like Benil Daryush at the same time so it seems like money is coming on on the garcia side because he was at like near two plus 200 now dropping down thank you prince shout out um and yeah so yeah i I like it to be a close fight
1: yeah so that rant i definitely had a rant about dustin stoles and dwight grant so that's for sure that was two weeks ago and then the rant i also i'm pretty sure i had we'll have to double check the tape pretty sure i ranted about um uh, uh, Victoria Leonardo over Mandy Bohm last week. I'm pretty sure I went on a on a ridiculous rant about that fight. Too. Same. Yeah. So, Same. Uh, thank. I appreciate that. So, back to this fight. Um, one of the things that one of my buddies, shout out UFC Shark, um, highlighted to me when we were talking, and it's just a good thing to always remember. Um, when you tr- when I'm trying to get over that little hiccup over over a few cents of value, is that. Dracar Close was supposed to fight Carlos Diego Faja. So I think on pretty much all levels, he's probably he's probably better than Hoffa. Maybe like it's kind of the question would really be where is Carlos Diego Faja in his career at this moment? Because he's a little bit long in the tooth. But he should be the better fighter all around than Hoffa. It's like Hafa is Carlos Diego fajera light. You know what I'm saying? Like Miller light, like, like, like it's like the it's the light version. So uh, you know you're going to have to tr- it's clear where you have to test tr- uh test Drakar and you got to push you got to grit it out against him and you have to use his wrestling against him you got to take him down um he's shown that he's got good takedown defense on that first takedown but then if you repeat it on him he starts to give it up and that's a problem however with Hoffa and then on short notice which again is relatively short notice 2 3 weeks I'm just not sure that he's gonna be able to do enough grappling, control him enough, hurt him enough. Um so I kind of like this fight to go the distance, which I'm probably sh- pretty sure is not a uh that's probably not a uh like an outlandish pick, right? That's probably uh it's a it's minus 180. So exactly. So it's a little chalky. That's kind of where I like it. And then maybe I even like the uh I you know Drakkar doesn't finish anybody. He's a he's a decision guy, as you see by the line there. So I'm not sure what our our DraftKings uh, Drakkar and over one and a half might be, but it's probably a little chalky. What do you think, uh, Brady? I feel like you got something. Uh, you got something cooking. Yeah, Have I mean,
2: you, you said it. And that that's exactly what I like. I like that same game parlay uh, close over one point five. Um, minus 130 and he's like minus 205 on the money line he doesn't finish anybody outside of brandon jenkins who's probably not well he's not UFC caliber um garcia never very tough never been finished a great chin uh close and did you say minus
1: 130 yeah minus 130 yeah that's fucking cr- minus 175 here on DraftKings because we don't have the same game parlays yet on mma here in jersey oh
2: yeah minus 130 and then even that's like sick on Fandle, they have the the round three decision for close. That's what that, I was thinking about. That's minus 120. So I was thinking about playing one of those. But yeah, minus 130 for the over one and a half mm. and the uh, the close. But yeah, I think that was a good point with uh, the short notice for Hoffa Garcia. I think he's a really talented fighter. He's young. I, I think he can improve. But in a short notice, we've seen him gas out before. Um, I think he could potentially have success early on. But as the fight goes on, I think close is going to stuff to take down. It's easier and easier on the feet. It's you know, close is a better striker here, uh, so I, I like close. Do I like it at minus two ten? Not, not really. I think this fight mm-hmm. does play out closer than that. But yeah, the over one point five parlay with close, and then the close round three decision, and then even close by decision, which is plus one hundred five. I, I I like all those.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like close is gonna be. He's gonna look sketchy while you're holding the ticket, but in hindsight, he's gonna do just fine, and he's gonna win the fight. And um th- that grouping is the way to do it. Um DraftKings has that round three decision minus one twenty five. FanDuel has it minus one twenty. Um, I think I'm gonna try to convince TB to lay one point two on that. Um okay. Bane literally was just cheering cheersing to you, buddy. Well, um, shout out to you, bud. Uh, dude, so are we are we meeting you next week? Is like is that a thing? I'm like, yeah. hanging I mean, out. I'm pretty sure yeah, we're I hanging mean, out. If you guys haven't heard any to bring it up, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we'll be at a uh, PFL next week. We got some uh, media credentials. Uh, we'll be For at sure. the Blue Theater at MSG. Shout out Bane, um, the boy helping us figure out the process and uh, getting us in, in contact with the, the right idea there. I mean, um, so excited! We're, we're gonna have a great time. So I can freaking wait.
1: exciting Anthony Pettis, Stevie Ray, too. Um, uh, uh, you got Mercier, right? OAB, who's like become the king over there. <laughs> um super super fucking sick um was literally considering buying tickets just because like just trying to pull up um but to to um be blessed with the opportunity to be media members um and just you know report again do what we do literally like just report on the sport that we love and it costs nothing but uh, at the expense to go there i'm i am just i am uh yeah, I'm just incredibly, incredibly excited, and uh, yeah, sh- dude. I mean, we might literally get to meet, uh like Bane and fucking Alex Bahunin. Like, I mean, I would, lo- I want to hang out with these guys, and and like that's fucking sick. So, and watch these all fights, right. my God. So, all right, we'll move on. We got, we got to hold. Yeah, fucking-
0: yeah, yeah, let's move on here. Appreciate you, Mac. We sat next to you at CFFC. Awesome time. Um, and hell yeah. So we got Michael Morales versus Adam Fugit. Um. Yeah, I mean Fugit. It was kind of interesting watching his tape. Uh, he goes out there against Salmon Renfro, and the way he comes out, he throws like plus 15 450 head dog kicks in a row. plus
1: 450 dog, dude. All right, so what? That's can you? Thank you for bringing that up. He's literally. It's like when you give your like 11 year old cousin the fucking yeah. UFC 4 controller, and he's just spamming high <laughs> kicks. Homie, homie <laughs> literally threw 12 high kicks in f- like 30 40 seconds. It was. I was six, like, what am
0: I seeing right now?
1: And the announcers are like, you know, Oh my God, home run game over game over. Oh my yeah. God. That's sick. Escobar. Love it. Um, so, um, you, dude, he's literally spamming high kicks and, and the announcers go over and over. They're like, uh, maybe you should block that with more than one hand. And then they go, you know, you really definitely should block that with more than one hand. And then he gets hit with a fucking left cross that spins him around, bro. Like naughty. And, uh, yeah, and that's it. And he, he literally cashes a ticket in like within two minutes as a plus four fifty dog.
0: So and I he scores a ticket here, right? Yeah, I don't think that's a workable game plan against Michael Morales. However, um, <laughs> just in general, I, I don't think you, you just come out, throw the left head kick until you land the counter, uh, the, the check right hook on the on the back foot. I think if you get um, what I do think, what I do think, over one and a half at minus one hundred five, there's some absurd value there. Trevin Giles, um, being finished by Morales, he gassed himself out going for a choke early. He went for some wrestling, goes down for a squeeze, tried, I think it was um, an arm triangle he was trying to lock in or something like that, gets up, and then just starts getting like absolutely pulverized. I think, if anything, I think Fugue is going to mm-hmm. come out, debut here, and um, short notice, all that stuff. I'm at least banking on the fact that we can get an over one and a half minus 105. I feel like there might be some sort of value baked into it there. I'm hoping the line keeps moving. I'm not going to play it yet. If it gets the plus money, uh, I might do something. But I really am not in a rush to play anything. You like the
1: over one. one and a half? Is that what you said? Yeah. I kind of agree, actually. Like I, th- And I was also thinking that, like again, like this guy, Fugit, like, he's got that dog chutzpah. That you want to see, like he just nah. took down Ren for like he's gonna like I don't yeah, think he's dude, gonna win. So I don't ridiculous. think he's gonna win. I don't think he. No, yeah, agreed. I don't think he's gonna win. I just think that the line is too wide, and at the end of the day, like Morales Morales is 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 just as uncomfortable in the striking as as Fugit necessarily is like gets the the Muay Thai guy, so he likes the knees and the kicks. He's not as well-versed in the boxing, and he's comfortable with his grappling. Morales comes from that jujitsu-heralded family, right? Both of his parents are black belts. He's a wonderful, he's an incredible grappler, but his striking is kind of more rudimentary. He's got the physical tools in terms of being quick and being strong and being long. But yeah, I mean, his striking at this point, at only 22 years old, leaves something to be desired. He should win. Lines way too steep. So yeah, I, I did. I, I was kind of thinking similarly to you that like again, like I'm saying, like the fight it's, is too wide. Wa- yeah. like the fight's too wide, not necessarily that I want to play the dog, but just that like there's more fight in this dog. The fight is a little bit closer. I think it goes a little bit longer. Maybe Brady's got something though. What do you got, Brady? No, I don't have any. I mean,
2: yeah, I mean I don't believe it. Morales huge favorite, minus six fifty. I mean, there's not much you can't even parlay him in that pro- and then you take a look at the props, you know, Morales inside the distance, minus two hundred, like come on. And then the the knockout props like minus one thirty-five, uh, just nothing playable. So I mean, if if anything, you're you're forced to play that over one and a half and it probably will be sweaty. Um, but yeah, nothing's sticking out. I think Morales wins. This guy's twenty three years old. I think he has a huge ceiling and you know, maybe Fugit can present some some problems maybe early on, but you know, taking the fight on short notice uh just a really tough matchup for him and the line does indicate that but yeah i I can't play anything here the line's too wide and these uh these props are too wide as well so i'm gonna sit back and watch this one i'm gonna have a lot of morales on DraftKings, so that's about it for me
1: that's an interesting point so i'm not like super well versed in that so why why would you want you just think he's gonna rack up stats
2: yeah i think he probably finishes them interesting
0: and if not, then he can exactly because you'll get points for the more significant strikes or can. Yeah, is it control time now or is it? Off? Yeah,
2: con- the control time, takedowns, mm-hmm. strikes, all that. Gotcha. So, cool.
1: Brady, if I, if we could seg- even just uh, digress even one more second, in terms of your, because um, we never even talked about this personally, in terms of your personal MMA betting, if you're comfortable answering, how much would you say percentage-wise do you play on DFS, like, or do you play on like? Money lines, props, like that kind of thing. Like, if you had to break down your, your bankroll percentage, yeah, it's like, like is, it is, it, is it straight up 50 50?
2: It's changed over the years. At first, it was like 80 20 in favor of DraftKings to betting. Then it was like 50 50. And now it's more so like 75
1: 25 in favor of betting now. Hmm. What, what do you mind me continuing to ask? Like, what has made you like? Has the switch just kind of come as your results have come? Like, have you found more of an edge in the betting market as opposed to the DFS market? i don't know uh,
2: i think i just kind of fell in love with betting a little bit more lately i think that's what what it is
1: that's fair i respect that like yeah, the, maybe too. the more of the immediacy and yeah. like i also feel like when you're doing the dfs at least from what i've seen it's like it's just kind of like this it's like getting these computer like if you want fucking concert tickets it's like you need bots like you you just need to you like you're <laughs> you're spamming shit i need yeah. ten thousand entries in this fucking tournament and like like what the exactly. fuck like that's right. not even that's like fucking yeah. that's, that's
0: yeah, the only like, ones the only ones like, i ever did was single entry
2: yeah with like dfs you're playing against a bunch of people but with betting you're just playing against the bookie basically so i like both though but yeah mostly betting for me nowadays awesome i appreciate you answering that thank you
0: oi uncle yeah. my family's here what's up uncle my favorite uncle what's going on Pops? Uh, <laughs> all right, so our next fight here, we got, uh, I, I promise, won't spend too much time on this one. We got Jocelyn Edwards versus Jeon Kim Edwards. Um, now we finally all figured out this fight's abandoned weight. Um, it was a little bit of a circle in early in the week, like really trying to figure out what was correct. We can now confirm Jocelyn Edwards is not going to be damaging her body going down to 125 on like a week notice. So that's definitely a solid thing. Jeon Kim is going to throw tons of jabs that are going to touch air. That's also, I don't know if that's a solid thing or not. And Jocelyn Edwards, she's going to throw a ton of uh, uh, of oblique kicks and uh, front kicks to the body. So the question is, is Edwards going to look a little bit springier back down at 135, a little bit more energetic? Um, you know, because she looked a little sluggish at points, but at the same time, Ramona Pasquale landed those knees in round one and really hurt jocelyn edwards to the body and then by round three we're starting to see more of those combinations with the hands she feels more comfortable stuffing the takedowns she's not as worried about those knees to the body because she's able to keep the range so i think jocelyn edwards here you know using the leg reach that she's got she's got the two inch advantage in leg reach whereas Jeon kim's got the two inch advantage in in an arm reach but you see kim has the advantage in reach in every fight and as guru likes to tell me Just because you have the reach doesn't mean that you know how to use it to your advantage. So just because you have the reach advantage doesn't mean you're going to use it. So, Jeon Kim, you've proved time and time again you're not going to use it. Dez, what's going on, dog? Guru's got to scrap that jersey, apparently. I'll support it i support the jersey. What are you talking about? But it's the he's Alonzo up the jersey. Chester, get
1: it. I think. Dez, I appreciate you getting in the, <laughs> the chat, but get the fuck out, bro. We just won. <laughs> we just won.
0: Uh, get out of here, yeah, baby. So I know he's a huge Yankee fan, so shout out, Dez. That's it, yeah. Jocelyn Edwards, minus 120. Um, I, I just think you might as well say Jocelyn Edwards, by decision, plus 120. Um, that That's my pick. I don't think Kim's going to wrestle, so I think Edwards is just going to land the better strikes and actually land more strikes. Yeah,
1: no, I, I agree. I, I kind of, I'm not sure where, if we can still play Jocelyn Edwards. I'm not sure if there's still, uh, oh, minus 120. See, so, yeah, I'm kind of interested in that. Like, I feel like, all right, so 135 is realistically, like, her proper weight class. She went up to 145 to do the UFC a favor and, and fight the, I think they changed that like the week of or two weeks before. Like Ramona was not in a place to make weight, and Jocelyn's like, "Fuck it, I'll do it." Like we can just right. keep it. We can keep it pushing, and then she wins a gritty fight. So good. That's to me is a, a positive thing. You know, so I, I I do I I like, I like her here at minus one twenty. Um, the ways in which she loses, um. You know which is right? Crazy wrestling, held being held down, getting out volumed. <laughs> These none of those things are what Jeon Kim is known for. Um, the one caveat I have here is that like, you know, Jeon Kim's backup is against the wall here. Like, she's gonna find her way the the way of the Dwight Grant. Like, she's gonna find herself on the unemployment line in a minute here because I believe I'm I'm sure after three losses. While again, they're they're not. Each loss has gotten worse and worse, right? Like Alexa Grasso loss. Like, bro, don't don't worry about that. You're good. Come out in the next one. Molly McCann. Okay, you know, that meant a little bit more probably at the time. Now Molly McCann has rallied off a few. She's like, okay, Molly McCann looks pretty good. Maybe don't worry about that one as much either. Okay, Priscilla Cachuera. Oh, you know, I don't really have as much leeway for you, but, you know, get it done here versus Jocelyn or, you know, like there's nothing he can do for you, so I I think it's kind of a tough spot for her to be in. I, again, like she's gonna have to outvolume her because Jocelyn is one tough chick. So I'm on Jocelyn. Uh, DFS has to Brady's got to give me some some crazy grant the other way to to maybe consider possibly flipping me, but I don't I don't think it it's in the cards here.
2: Yeah, I don't think it's in the cards. And yeah, I, I retired from, from betting on fights like these. And I actually did come out of retirement one week uh to bet Victoria Leonardo as a dog against Mandy Baum. Had to Good do it. choice.
1: You had um, to. Had Dude, to and it. and maybe that's the way to play it. You just play it like I'm retired. Yes. And then like you just come out for those spots because that I was like trying to get TV there. Look at him lamenting over that. I was trying to get TV so hard, and I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was trying to get TV on that spot. On the turtle, so yeah. you know, passionately, and I, I couldn't quite get it there. And uh, I mean, I, I bet it a little bit personally, but
2: yeah, I mean, so I came out of retirement for that. I mean, I had to uh, to fade Mandy Bum, but um, yeah, this uh, it's probably close, it probably goes to decision. Um, I think Edward should win this fight. You know, Kim's gonna do a lot of missing, but we're gonna have a crowd. You know, the judges suck a lot of times. You know, who knows if they're going to score those air punches. Split. They're blind. Um, it probably is a split, honestly. And, Let's bet and, the
1: split. Let's bet the split right well, now. Let's split, split it right the, now. The,
2: the Let's probably like plus like 300, I'm guessing. 350. You know I mean? 350. Let's go. It probably is. But it probably I'm, is I'm
1: diving right into grandma's couch cushion. And,
2: and you might as well play that because the fight goes decisions like minus 330. And, and there's a really good chance to split decisions. So I, uh, I yeah, if I'm playing this, it probably would be the split. But I reti- I'm going back into retirement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Smart yeah. move. Smart you know what? If, yeah, because
1: you you can't even really call it a retirement if you come out to play this fight. So yeah. I don't blame you. So I appreciate that. Brady's retired, guys. Don't expect him to play lower level women's MMA. That's unless, right. of course, it's his uh it's his wife. Unless uh, unless
2: something uh really pops
1: up. <laughs> who do you love?
0: It's not it's L- Yes, no. that's <laughs> it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know
1: ready. I know Lemos is our guy lucrative. So yes. oh, wow. uh
0: Yeah, so I mean listen, uh I think we Get me back,
1: line, literally. Uh, I am a Weezer song. I'm that island in the sun, baby. If that's not already hinting to where I'm going, uh
0: oh. Uh. So yeah, because we got Nikolai Negomaryanu. I just pulled up the line right now, and if you saw me freaking <laughs> out during the last fight, looking like I was having a panic attack, I
1: didn't see that. It's
0: because Mariano is now minus one fifteen out of fuck. Yeah. I-, I would say out of fucking nowhere, but it- it's it. It's I can see enough. why I- I- everyone's on. him. Uh, Neger Mariano, minus 115, and Plateria is minus 105 now. The second he hits plus money, if that happens, is coming in. Guru, go ahead, buddy. Listen, I just,
1: it. bro, people are just like, they're savages, right? Like, like, oh, Ihor hasn't fought. It. It's the same far argument with um our other rest- Egyptian wrestler up top. It's like, oh, these guys, they haven't fought anybody. Da-da-da-da. Like. That they're the same people laying three units yesterday on Ozzy Diaz. Like, homie hasn't fought anybody oh, no. either. Like, it's you, you, you have to be real, like, with what people have done, with who they've faced, and and their level of competition, and, and all these things. These guys on Dana White contender series, when they're getting there, they haven't fought the best level of competition. It's what you do with it, and how you look at some of those intangible things. It's a little bit of that projecting. People are shitting on Ehor. <laughs> And I don't necessarily get it. Yes, he's fought, like, suspect level of competition. That's fair. He hasn't fought in a little while. That's also fair. But, you know, the guy he beat, 8-0. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great 8-0, obviously. But the way in which he does it is is what is more impressive to me. Right? Like, man... Even if you know what, it's not even. Let's let's call a spade a spade, right? This guy is not very impressive. Maybe he can be, but he hasn't been. And and more importantly, the level of his competition is extremely suspect. However, if you go flip it on the other side to our guy Nick Negomarianu, like, homie is has a really suspect game plan in general. He just wants to walk through the fire. Right? He just wants to come forward, chin up in the air, standing up straight, throwing crazy shit. I I'm not I'm not you, I'm not you necess- gotta
0: love a thirty six percent distance accuracy right when your opponents are landing at fifty seven percent.
1: That's also
0: nuts. also Two out of his three UFC wins are not wins. Kennedy and Zedricu won that fight, and Alexa Kammer won that fight. Okay, back to you, Guru. Good, keep going.
1: Yeah, so that's more of kind of what I'm saying. It's like even if you don't want to be as stark to say that he robbed the judges twice or whatever, like they're way too close of fights. And now you've got that same thing I was and talking now. About fuck you man now you've got the same thing i was talking about and it's like vegas lines it one way they truly see it like that and there's nobody like it's it's the game of telephone and people are just hammering this guy and now the line makes no fucking sense nega mariano even if let's go let's take it a step further i'm putting on the crazy hat Bro, he won those fights handedly. I don't know what you're talking about. He dominated Alexis Kammer. He dominated Kennedy and uh, coup What fight are you watching, bro? Great. They're not who the fuck did he beat? That doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Right? So, oh great, Kennedy and won his last fight against fucking who? Carl Roberson. You know where he is? On the unemployment line too. Like, it doesn't mean much. Homie's taking his time. He's off the Dana White contender series and facing a guy that he can beat in this fucking crazy line that's now flipped where there's no value anymore. Gimme Ehor. Let's go. Like, let's go. I, t- I, there's no reason to be on Nickel out here. I, not with your hard-earned money. The fuck? Maybe there's a prop. I kind of like the fight to go the distance because it's going to be a slop fest. But. Brady, too long, buddy. I've been ranting. Thank you guys this are so respectful of me for my ranting. You guys are the nicest.
2: This is probably worse than the, the the freaking Kim Edwards fight for me. I mean, there's no way I can bet on this fight. I mean, yeah, that, that's crazy line but though. Like Mariana opened up at plus 170, is plus 150 and just money's piling in on him and the line completely flipped now and yeah, I'm not I don't like either guy here. You know, Eeyore, um like you said he's fought some extremely sketchy competition but as you also said, Negan Mariano has also fought some very extremely competition. He did lose the Kennedy fight, or at the very worst, it should have been a draw, which sucks, by the way, because I actually had the draw bet, and they robbed me from that. And then also the Kamer fight, where that was the fight where he was grabbing the cage 50 times in the third round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he should have lost it yes. as well. He has like a third. What was it, 36% strike and defense, something crazy like that, 38%. Um, he, both guys are just not, not great. So, yeah, I just... I don't know how I'd bet this. I, I would kind of lean it going to decision as well. Both guys seem very tough, but it's going to be sloppy. It's going to be greasy, and it's a fight I really just can't put any money on. But yeah, if, if you like Pateria, um, wait, and then he's going to be plus money very soon, it looks like. Just money's steaming in he's gonna on win. Negu Mariano. He's
1: going to win. I'm telling you now. I'm t- Because at the very least, when this is a sketchy split, when there's a yam bag, when there's something like he, he will
0: be the Find one your you own should be holding the ticket guru. on.
1: I, why? I'm shouting out my dog.
0: Shout, shout out good- to Lou.
1: Yeah, shout out to
0: Lou. Well, make sure you dog. shout him out when you do it then.
1: I, every time. It's quite often now, but fine. You know, shout <laughs> well, out Lou. you guys point. got it. They all know. Whatever, man. Listen. I'm on I'm on Ehor, man. I'm
0: a I'm a whore for Ehor here. Let's, let's go. go. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. Now we are on to our first slash final slash opening fight of the evening here. This fight is like we this got uh, a grease ball. Fight. Yeah. Orion Kosi versus Blood Diamond. This is like not quite Dontel maze as far as the line movement, but similar thing early in the week. I'm like, guru. I'm thinking we might need to play Orion Kosey. What do you think? He starts going, oh, I'm not sure. I'm like, all right, well, let's start watching tape and let me know, because if we're going to do it, we need to do it quick. So, obviously, line movement happened, and, you know, I'm kind of happy we didn't end up laying the play. Once again, same, similar story to the Dante Mays thing. You know, and, you know, sometimes early in the week, I'll get pulled into the narrative, and then and, and we lay an early play, and there's no way to come back on it. So, sometimes having patience, sometimes you'll miss the line movement, but... Sometimes you'll think better of it. Sometimes you have Sergey Pavlovich and you want to throw him down. Like that one actually, you know, you find your plays. So at the end of the day here, I just don't, I don't have anything. I'm sorry, guys. Orion Kosey versus Blood Diamond. It's like if this fight, Orion Kosey could go land a double leg, take down Blood Diamond each round and hold him down. Orion Kosey could finish yeah. Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond could stuff the takedowns and finish Orion Kosey on the feet when he gasses out. Yeah. Any of those things are possible and yep. it's the opening fight and I'll probably be cooking or doing something or getting ready and oh, all that stuff. You'll and you'll be, yeah, cooked. Just, uh, we got another sex bot. Let me take care of that guru. Help us out. A sex bot. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, no. So what's this line has just gotten wider and wider and wider. Like it is not cute at all. So I'm not necessarily looking to play it anymore. Orion Kosey needs to wrestle. He is a wrestler. That's his bread and butter. Um, he should wrestle. Problem is, 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 I'm not sure how successful he'll necessarily be. Um, when he when he gets a takedown, how long will he sit there and control him? Um, you gotta control him the whole time and you gotta get the finish. He's somebody that um I saw not only necessarily kind of struggle with his takedown control but uh, you know against a good grappler in philip Rowe, but also struggled to rain down any sort of damage in those positions uh so that's not ideal um and then inversely you know when we all and i think it was the sharp gappers i know it was us when we faded blood diamond in his debut there on the on the card with his brethren and his in his city kickboxing brethren right when we faded him like jeremiah wells gonna grapple him here Good wrestler, spam wrestler. are going to take him down. Bro, he stuffs like the first couple. He's he stymies him up against the cage. He holds off the sub against the cage for a little while. Like he's not a fish out of water. And then we want to take it a little bit of even a step further is are we really like knocking him for a sub loss to Jeremiah Wells in his debut? That dude's fucking legit as fuck. So like, you know, it'll be very interesting to see who he matches up with next. Now that he knocked up, court, knocked out, knocked up, knocked out. Court oh baby, me. yeah, that's a little crazy. Uh, shout out Apple with the pregnant man emoji. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, so I, you know, I it's tough to knock somebody's like takedown dude. you didn't stop getting taken down by jeremiah wells well the dude's a fucking savage and he doesn't stop shooting for takedown so it's like uh, it's gonna happen so I, orion coast i guess that's my whole point as i ramble orion Coase not the wrestler that jeremiah wells is so it'll be very interesting to see how the fight plays out and inevitably Orion at even minus, I think he's minus 195 now. I would say even yeah. minus 170, minus 160. Yeah. It's too. It's still too wide. So I guess that technically makes it dog or pass. But how about it's get drunk, find a fight prop that you like right before the fight starts and throw a little five spot on it and have a good time. Yeah, DFS, you, you, you got, something, got something strong for us? I assume you're kind of feeling like we are.
2: What do you got? Yeah, a little. I mean, yeah, this Ooh. man. The, the card starts out so sketchy. I mean, we have Blood Diamond Cosi, we have E. R. Pateria, Nikolai Negamarianu, Jiong Kim, and Joslyn Edward. I mean, the card starts out sketchy, and then but it fin- and
1: then it finishes sketchy though. It does. <laughs> like this whole card could potentially be sketchy, right. Though. That's what uh, I kind of said to kick off the, yeah. the when I said it at the mm. breakdown. Like I hate to be that guy, but like the it's kind of like fucking sketchy here, man. Like it just is. Yeah, but I mean, it's decisions interesting. top to bottom. The fights are interesting, but like I said at the beginning, they're they're matchups that generally like they need to happen. We need yeah. to see Blood Diamond again. Like these are all things that are super important. So Brady, Thank you, on President the side and Camacho, for the pregnancy. Yeah, shout out, man. Showing
2: up. I mean, if anything, it's it's gonna be the, the fight doesn't go to the decision here, uh, depending on where they price it. I know bovada has minus one eighty five, bet Online is minus three hundred. You don't want to lay minus three hundred on it, but look and see what uh draft I'm gonna look and see what draft. under one and a half
1: with. under one and a half plus one oh five. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. I would, because
2: <laughs> Kosi has three finishes in that third round, so. Yeah. um But I think this fight does finish one way or another. Stylistically, you have a, a wrestler in Kosi who, on top, has good ground and pound, has some submissions. Um Blood Diamond on the feed, kickboxer. He's, like Mathitha. He's okay. Um He spams head kicks, I, I noticed, as well, so maybe he lands a head kick. This fight's a mess. It's sloppy. I'll be very light on, on some violence here. Nothing extremely big, mm. but... I think the fight does finish minus Minus one ninety five on Kosi, You probably don't want him to be getting there. He does slow down. And if, if diamond's able to stuff the takedowns, keep it on the feet, he will be the better striker, but yeah, I'm not sold on blood diamond. He, I mean, he's three and one. He's fought nobody outside of Wells, which he got finished in the first round. He's on the card because of he's out of his buddy. Um, just not completely sold on him yet, but yeah, I think Kosi rules here, but uh, I don't want to lay minus 200 just about to find out. So give me violence covers both sides, but, uh, that's about it. That's about it for this fight.
1: Yeah, him and Kai France were cutting weight together in the same hotel room together. Obviously, because they mm, both yeah. have the have the same coach mm-hmm. uh, with Israel as well. Um, so yeah, super, definitely uh, a again like for a pay per view. Like I couldn't be more excited in terms of watching because now we not only have two pay per views in the month of July, but we only have two more events to the next pay per view. Yes. So they just they jam packed those pay per views in the summer. So uh I, I really am. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh some sketchy fights, some fun fights. <laughs> um, I'm sure MMA Twitter will be fucking ablaze with this was a robbery, this is some bullshit, and then like, bro, what are you doing? Laying 300 dollars on this fight? Like, you know that you're not calling it bias. Like, just be real. They don't know how. It's okay. We know how, and that's the most important part. So uh T B you want to talk about what you pulled up here before we uh, get out of here? Yeah,
0: yeah. So um here we are we're at our BetMMA mma page uh first time we've really done this on this stream i uh, just want to show you guys where to find us um because we always talk about it but uh here it is bet slash chronic combat um brady what's your what's your tag on bet mma i think it's just dfs by the numbers all right awesome so make sure you follow dfs by the numbers also he'll leave everything on uh it's third party tracking so here it is this is where you see so you got the straight Sergey. The odds are plus 100. You can see who his opponent is, too. And that's the units bet. So we got two units. And then next, if you go down to our props and parlays, uh, Alex Morono versus Matt Semmelsberger. So the pick ends up being Semelsberger and over one and a half rounds, plus 100, one unit on DraftKings. So, boom, there you go. Welcome to Bet MMA. Make sure you follow us there. Make sure you guys like and subscribe on our channel Make sure you leave a comment with your best bet. Once the stream is through, we really appreciate you guys and all your support. The channel keeps growing nearly at 200 subscribers. um, And it's all the thanks of people like Brady um, people that we looked up to when before we even ever started doing this, uh, the people that we still listen to weekly uh, to get their thoughts and ideas and, and, you know, see where we're at in our overall game plan because You know, it's important. And like, honestly, just the respect and wanting to support and be there and uh, for him to come on and and be with us and everything like that. Man, it's awesome. And got to tell you guys, he's just as cool as he as he seems on the channel and everything like just such a good guy down to earth and everything. So thanks for joining us, people. And thanks for joining us, Brady. Do you have any last thoughts yourself, man?
2: Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure being on here talking fights. Um, awesome. You guys are almost at 200 subs. I think you guys are like, what, four or five subs away. So hopefully you get that uh, by maybe the events. So make sure you guys subscribe to these guys. They do a, a good job. Bring on a ton of fire guests as well. But uh, yeah, looking forward to the card. Not a ton of action on this card, honestly. Like I said, I don't have bets on the main event, the co-main event, and a bunch of these early fights. But you know, kind of middle of the card is where I'm going to be at. I, I think there are some spots to stick out, and I think we covered them all pretty good. So looking forward to it. And uh, again, thanks for having me on.
1: Brady uh, literally always a pleasure bud it, it's a true honor to have you on um, DFS by the numbers MMA engine make sure you're following at TB scouting MMA make sure you're following Twitter verdict Instagram topology um, you know Brady has the the round table he does with uh, Eric Betts fights narco cop and uh, uncle wheezy about it uh, I think it's literally it's the exact hour before every card doesn't matter when the card starts they go an hour before Um whether it's i promise you whether i'm watching them the hour before or i put on um cj and man preach propping you up i'm always watching what like you guys like your show right before is like literally my and then with question mark kicks with the with fight night picks you guys are what i do as a cap or as a guy that's pushing my own show like that's how i enjoy my saturdays is is literally watching you so like to have you on it it does it, it means a lot man so thanks so much for coming on um we got guys doesn't matter that we had a pay-per-view a couple weeks ago doesn't mean that we have a pay-per-view in a couple weeks from now we keep it rolling next week we have tiago Mejeda santos taking on jamal sweet dreams hill and we also have the tough finale with zach pauga Take undefeated taking on Muhammad Usman and Juju Juliana Miller taking on Brogan Walker. Um, I know TV is gonna have to do a lot of extra tape for that. Um, I feel pretty interesting about at least how I feel on those two, uh, those two tough fights. And you know what fight's sleeping on there? I had no idea that fight was even really booked, and it's on there. What the fuck? Vicente Luke and Jeff Neal. Like the card is a fucking sleeper next week. Like that's sick. So um Brady, Thank off the top you of your head. It. Any how you feel? How you feeling for that main event? Any 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 specific anything you're feeling yeah, right I off the think, top here? I think, like, think
2: Santos is done, man. Was it like yeah. 39 now? Yeah, I think yeah. it's Hill's time. I think he'll no- knocks him out in the first couple rounds. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is, is there going to be any value on it though? We got to hope. No, it's right? like
2: minus 300, I think.
1: But even like on that round one or two grouping or yeah, something, could pick, like,
2: we could find something. Yeah. We're
1: going to have to find something. So make yeah. sure you're tuned in to Brady to, to find that. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much. I'm going to stop talking. Take care. Have a great rest of your weekend. Hey, listen, if you liked our Dana White Contender Series co- content, I went quietly 4 0 on my money line picks. We nailed our bet, our parlay. TV, you know, nailed his couple picks too. You know, went to head to me, head to head with me on the main event. You know, that was a tough one. Oh, but uh, hey, listen, it happens. Next week, we got um, LFA, not LFA, CFFC's own Charlie Campbell, dude. Dude's a savage. Got to watch him twice um, live. I mean, dude is literally unbelievable. So I'm going to double check the tape there and probably be laying right. that on him. Let these people and, uh, go, uh, yeah. Guru. I am. I'm. I'm just saying, man. Check out that DS, that uh, Dana White Contenders Series content, man. If you like it, so goodbye. Deuces.